Hey everyone, you're listening to the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith, and this is your co-host, Colton Davidson. If this is your first time listening to the Slim Basketball Podcast, we basically just talk about the NBA and go over, you know, fun stuff, talk about yeah. trivia, yes, kind of. I guess we're get, just starting with trivia tonight. And yeah, we'll, we are going to start Just giving you a tonight. teaser tonight, after we get through with your trivia, we, we're going to be talking about some individual awards, who we think was going to win what this year. We're going to be talking about who we believe yeah, to win. Who we think is going to, yeah. So I'm kind of excited for that, because I'm interested to see what you got to say. But, I'm, just, uh, I'm interested in you to tell me why I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to do that. Well, let's open up uh, 33 days till the NBA. 33 days. I'm. It's a lot of days. Uber excited. Uber. Like, I've been sitting in my room in a, the fetal position for the past three weeks trying to get ready for the NBA to start. I don't know how that gets you ready, I but I need I'm, it. Okay. Okay. But I thought, you mentioned this, uh, I kind of want to start with just kind of a funny question. All right, Col- Colton, my friend here, is kind of new to the NBA. I'm, I'm, I'm new. I, I started watching the NBA, you know. Let's see, probably the season after the Thunder made it to the finals the first time. And ever since then, I've been a huge fan of the NBA. I, I love it. So yeah. pretty much my knowledge starts about 2012. Yeah. And goes. Well, that's good. That's about it. this is not 2012. <laughs> okay, let's, let's hear your question. All right. Um, big men who suck at shooting threes. Big men who suck at shooting threes. Who, who do we got there? Shaq. Shaq. Yao Ming. Yeah. Um, Akeem Olajuwon. Okay. I'm going to ask you, not Akeem Olajuwon, sorry, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem, okay. My bad. That, the other one. Which of those three has made the most threes in their career? So the list was dun, Shaq, dun, 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 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, dun, dun, and Yao Ming. I'm going to go with Shaq. Shaq, the answer is correct. I, oh, no, mean, I'm just kidding. Oh. It's wrong. Shaq has only made one three point his whole career. Okay. One three point. <laughs> I, so I knew I knew Yao that tri- I knew that trivia that he only made one. I was like maybe he's the only one that ever made one. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Yao Ming, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Okay, so I guess Yao Ming. Yao Ming. That is actually made he making his career. Yao Ming made two, <laughs> made two threes in his entire career, which Yao Ming's career is not that you know intense. It's yeah. not that long, but. Two threes. Two. There you go. He made two. I was honestly surprised that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has only made one. He's only made one. He only made one. Three his whole career. And I, that surprised me for some reason. I just feel like he would have like, I feel, I, made a few. He seemed, he seemed, out of those, he seemed the most skilled. Like, he wasn't necessarily physically intimidating as far as, you know, Shaq was just a human refrigerator playing on a basketball court. I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> I... The, now that that is in my mind, the image of a human refrigerator playing basketball, yeah. I'm really happy now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, never mind, we're not going to get into that. All right, so some really some big things happened in the NBA this week. So Meta World Peace re-signed with the Lakers this yes. week. Sorry. So, you know, some things are going to happen there. So bring back some olden day magic with... Meta World Peace. They're paying a lot of money to Meta World Peace. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. It's Meta World Peace. And then uh, today, actually, because Chris Middleton with the Bucks, who was your pick to do pretty well this year, right? I, I had Chris Middleton. Well, I mean, I don't think I mentioned it in the last one, but I do. I am a fan of Chris Middleton and mm-hmm. the Bucks, and I think he could have done a really good job. So the, it's makes so me yeah. Well, I don't think I mentioned what happened to him, but he he tore his hamstrings. Going to be out six months, I think, is what they said. God, six months. Six months. So the Rockets. And the Bucks agreed to a trade. And the, the Rockets sent him Michael Beasley, kind of to be a stopgap. 
And then uh, they and then the Bucks sent the sent the Rockets Tyler Otis. Enos. Tyler Enos. Enos. Yeah. See, here's the thing about that. Um, first off, Michael Beasley was awesome in college. Right. Ridiculous. And everyone thought he was gonna be really great in the NBA, and of course he hasn't really been that good. Yeah. As we we've seen him now. Mm-hmm. Like he he was decent for the Rockets last year, but it kind of it's sad to think about because all that stuff. But I mean, he's a solid role player and everything, and yeah. I think that's cool that the Bucks get it. But I mean, taking a, they had to get rid of Tyler Enos, who could have been a big part. Yeah. Of what they were doing. Um, I was saying that he's only been in the league what three years, four years. He's only twenty two. That's what I saw. He's only twenty two. Yeah. He's still really young. Mm-hmm. That's you know giving up. Uh, that's a really young Bucks team. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah, you kind of see, but. They they needed some, they needed a small forward to help them out. They needed a big guy, and and I mean Michael Beasley doesn't have the the shooting. He's got that physical prowess though. Yeah. But he's still just kind of like that's a huge blow for the Bucks. Yeah. And that makes me so sad. I love the Bucks. <laughs> Milwaukee is my team, except for the Thunder except and the, the Thunder Dallas Mavericks. And the Dallas Mavericks. So yeah, the third. Yeah. And third in your mind. Third. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah they're, they're up there somewhere. Maybe Golden State. They're like Don't the they're them. like the girl that you ask out to the prom, you know, at third in line. You know, there's like the dream girl that you ask out, and she said, "See, there's the dream girl that you think you're gonna ask out, but you don't ever get up the courage." And then there's the second girl that you ask out. She denies you, so then you go to the you know the Milwaukee Bucks, and she actually goes with you to prom. That's so how this, <laughs> this NBA season is gonna go for me. The Thunder aren't gonna do well, so I'm like, screw it. I'm gonna go to the Dallas Mavericks. They're not gonna do well. Screw it. I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan. And then after that, I'm just gonna say screw it, and I'm gonna put on a Kevin Durant Golden State jersey. All right. I'm sorry, I said it. Yeah. Oh. I said it. No, please don't. I might have to. Oh yeah. Well, now that we're done talking about how great Kevin Durant is. Yeah. Kevin Durant won MVP. That's the end of our podcast. Kevin Durant is MVP. Kevin Durant is the MVP. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. That's a lie. We um. I'm interested because, you know, this is going to be a really interesting season because everyone's kind of, like, away now. LeBron James is getting old. Yeah. Old. You know, he can only dunk a little bit. Air quotes. So, um, I I'm was thinking about uh, who do I think would win, you know, the next awards for this season. MVP, uh, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Most Improved Player. And even Coach of the Year, because you threw that at me. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess we'll do Coach of the Year. Yeah. Like, anyone cares. <laughs> I Just care. kidding. If you're an NBA I fan, care. we do care. Yes, absolutely. We scare because we care. Monsters ain't copyrighted. <laughs> we, um, uh, anyways, so MVP, I'm, I'm, if you listen to last week's podcast, you know who I'm going to choose for MVP. Okay. I chose Paul George. Paul George. I'm not choosing Russell Westbrook. I know it's crazy. I don't know if you're going to choose Russell Westbrook. I have like a 90% chance that you are choosing Russell Westbrook, but you could maybe not choose him. But um, I'm not going to go into great detail why I think Paul George will win MVP. Yeah. You just got to listen to the last one. So if you are listening to this and you didn't listen to the last one, this one probably is a much better quality video. Yeah, it's probably better. You can probably <laughs> actually like hear this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, so I choose Paul George as my MVP Okay. because I love him. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that's it. Anyways, that's, no, they, no, I just love. Him. Okay, he's got a cool nose. Oh, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go with uh, either LeBron James or Steph Curry is winning the MVP this year. I'm really? gonna say everybody is still it. just infatuated with Steph Curry because he can shoot threes. So he'll win the MVP mm-hmm. regular season. Then he's gonna suck in the playoffs. Everybody's gonna ask the same questions. 
or LeBron, people are going to actually start remembering because, you know, that literally amazing finals performance by him, you know, that crazy block shot. Everybody's going to remember, okay, this guy is actually the best player. Listen, you are kidding yourself if you're saying that LeBron James is not the most valuable player to his team. There are no people that, like, that team would not even be in the playoffs without LeBron James. Would it? Am I wrong? No, I completely agree. I mean, because he, he, he the, is the most valuable player in the NBA. That, that, that is LeBron James. That was yeah. from last year. That was he led both teams in points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals. I mean, he, that's he, ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. People are going to remember this year. There is a reason that he is the king. He is as much hate him or hate him or love him. You have to admit he is really good at basketball. I I agree. Here here's uh, here's what I got to say about that. I I disagree with you on Steph Curry. I think Kevin Durant has a better chance of winning it over Steph Curry, but that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Okay, but the LeBron James thing, I think, is actually really interesting because he's getting old now, mm-hmm. and in past years, he, like, LeBron James saved him, like, if you notice, he kind of saved himself, like, in the regular okay, that, season that true. to get ready for the postseason. But, but I respect you choosing LeBron James because what's he got to lose now? He's getting up there in age. This is probably the last year or two of his like real prime prime. Right. Um, I say last year or two. It could be a few years, but people can, people have been saying that about Tim Duncan up until two years ago. Yeah. So. Tim Duncan was MVP last year. Yeah. Right? He averaged like what point one point yeah. a game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but uh, I love you, Timmy. If you're somehow <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways, but LeBron James, I think this year uh, with, you know, the super team, with, you know, the Golden State losers. So I think LeBron James is going to let himself go in the regular season. Right. And I I honestly think that LeBron James, for me, I still choose Paul George, but I think LeBron James would be my second choice for MVP just yeah. because I think he's just going to go crazy during this regular season because he I think he knows he's going to have to work hard. Mm-hmm. For this championship, and I think he wants to prove something that he's still, you know, still the king. He's still the king. So, not a huge fan of LeBron James, but you gotta respect him as a basketball player. He is fantastic. He is so good. He's just ridiculous. so good. But anyways, so that's who you got for MVP. That's who you I got, got for MVP. Steph Curry and LeBron James, which are okay, I guess, going to the regular. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised you didn't say Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, I figured that was kind of the homer pick. I, and I really don't see him winning it. Did I get you on that last podcast? Well, no, not really. Did I get it to you? Um, no, I think he definitely has a shot at it, but I just don't see the pieces around him to have him get up into the upper tier of the playoffs, which, I mean, I think there's only been what, one player that wasn't in the top two seed, wasn't the top seed, top two or three seeds to win the MVP. Yeah, it I discussed was, that in the one that, previous. That, yeah, yeah that's Michael right. Jordan in 1988. 1988, and he was third seed. Okay. Every every player before him who won MVP, mm-hmm. they had their team was either first or second seed in the East or West. Okay. That's crazy. But so, yeah, if you want to hear more about that, listen to yeah, the, the other podcast. Uh, uh, our last that. podcast, but that's who we got for MVP. Right. We're really excited to see what happens. So I'm gonna put a check mark so in my notes here. Let's go to Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. All right. Um. Uh. For me, rookie mm-hmm. of the year, I didn't want to say Ben Simmons just because that's so obvious. But I had to put Ben Simmons. But here's the thing about Ben Simmons: I think Ben Simmons is going to have a great rookie year because he proved himself in the uh, in the summer league. Showed that he could. His passing was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't he know, is. I don't know if you, you can't. Whatever you want to say about him, he is an excellent passer. He is an excellent passer. And he's a, he's a freak athlete. Yeah. He is a Greek freak without the Greek. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he's from Australia. So he's, he's the Greek freak from down under, but he's not a Greek. He, yeah, we'll call him the 
the, the down under for you. <laughs> Copyright. Anyway, uh, but anyways, I think Ben Simmons is going to be really good his rookie year, kind of like how Andrew Wiggins was really good his rookie year, right? But, but he's still not that great. I think Ben Simmons is going to do really good his rookie year, but I think Brandon Ingram is going to have a better career. Brandon Ingram is going to have the better. I think career. I okay. think Brandon Ingram is going. I think he has more of a body and, and play style to to make himself last in the NBA longer. Right. And uh, I think Brandon Ingram has so much room to learn, which Ben Simmons does too. But I think Brandon Ingram has a lot more that he can develop in his game. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see what he does with that because I think he could do some really incredible stuff later on in his career, okay. Brandon Ingram. But I don't think he will win Rookie of the Year. I think Ben Simmons will take that. Mm-hmm. But I think um, after a few years, Brandon Ingram is going to surpass Ben Simmons in their play style. And then Ingram's just going to take off. Right. But okay. that's what I think. So right. rookie of the year, I have Ben Simmons. So we both agree on one thing. I picked Ben Simmons. I said Ben Simmons because I think he's going to win the rookie of the year award. However, I think that the because he's because ESPN so enamored with him, he's going to get a lot of media attention. He's playing in Philadelphia. Everybody likes to rag on Philadelphia for being terrible. Um, he's going to get all kinds of comparisons to LeBron because of his passing, even though he can't really score as well as LeBron can. Yeah. So I think he's going to win. I think the player that is going to deserve it is Chris Dunn with Minnesota. Really? I do love Chris Dunn. Because I, I love Chris Dunn. He's got enough of a three-point shooting. I think he's going to take over from Ricky Rubio, get a lot, get all of his most of his minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tom Thibodeau is going to absolutely love him because of his defense. Because, listen, if anything, most of the time rookies aren't as good on defense, right? Most At least when they start off. So I think he's going to be enough of a defensive stopper at that point guard playing in the West. He's gonna be he's gonna be super valuable to that team, lining up with Zach Levine. So Zach Levine, Zach Levine can help take some of that pressure off of him, um, as you know, not having to make as many plays, not having to shoot, maybe made a spot up three point shooter playing defense. I think he's gonna be super valuable to that team and show a lot of be really take, especially getting a lot of prime time against you know Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook playing in this. I think he really would deserve it if he get, if he goes out and plays good good defense. If if and Chris hits, Dunn and hits enough three pointers, I will say if Chris Dunn can improve his shot a little bit. He's going to be a, a really great point guard in the future. Yeah. Minnesota just needs to. I mean, I hate, I love Ricky Rubio and I hate to say it, but they need to just get rid of Ricky, mm-hmm. let Ricky go. You know, do Ricky things. Yeah. And then just build kind of. I mean, not build around Chris Dunn because they need to be building around Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. He's incredible. So, um, but Chris Dunn, I think, will be really, really valuable to them. So, I don't think I, I don't think he will win. Rookie of the year, yeah, but um, I didn't say he would either. I think he will probably deserve it, yeah, but I don't but think he's gonna get it. He's definitely gonna help that super young Timberwolves team mm-hmm. be a force to be reckoned with in the future. Right. That's gonna be a fun team to watch. It will like be. In, it in, will in, be in a few really years, th- this upcoming season, they're gonna be fun to watch. They're gonna still not be that good, but yeah. they're gonna be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Andrew Wiggins and and uh, Zach Levine are just jumping over people. Yeah, destroying Garland Towns. And Garland Towns is like. Honestly, one of the most solid big men we've seen come out of a draft in a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Probably I'm, since Anthony Davis, right? Maybe. Anthony Davis, well, that's a whole other story. Anthony Davis just, we won't get into okay. that tonight. But, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Ben Simmons, the whole, uh, the whole uh, he's going to get a lot of media attention. Um, he's got he's got a lot of pressure over him. Yeah. Everyone's comparing him to LeBron James. Yeah. If anyone can handle that, I think Ben Simmons would be the best person to do it. Yeah, out of these rookie this rookie class, so I think that's going to be interesting. He has been facing national scrutiny, like, yeah, since he got since he's picked LSU. Yeah, so 
So we'll be. I'm interested to see that. But yeah, so we both have Ben Simmons for Rookie of the Year. Oh, so we agreed on something. Ben's got it. Hey, maybe we'll agree on something think, else. Yeah, he might. Sixth man. Sixth man of the year. I don't know who you put, but I had to go with the hometown boy, Enos oh, Canner. Enos Canner. I had to go with Enos Canner. All right. And my main reason for that, Enos Canner was second. And no, he was third. I want to say. I think don't you're quote right. me on I that because right. But he, I think he was third uh, with sixth man of the year last year. Yeah. And uh, that's because Jamal Crawford was so freaking great. I don't remember who was second, but Jamal Crawford was just ridiculous. And uh, I think Jamal Crawford has his, like, ups and down years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think um, he's getting old and going to go down, and Enos Kanter wants it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he wants it. Because everyone, like, I thought that he was going to win I did, too. I really thought, thought he would, fantastic. too. And now Enos Kanter, without Kevin Durant and everything, I feel like he's going to put a little bit of the weight that's on Russell Westbrook's shoulders on his own shoulders. Yeah. Because if you, if we're being honest with ourselves, Ian Scanner's probably the second best player on that team, to be completely honest. Mm, I might have to disagree with you, Victor Oladipo. I don't mm. know, because Victor Oladipo is a very up-and-down player. Okay. So here's the because th- Kanter's like so um, consistent every night. Well, so I'm really but, but Kanter can't play defense. Victor Oladipo has enough defense, and he's got enough scoring. Oh, Kanter's defense got so much better. I mean, yeah, it's better, season. but it's still not the same level. But that's what I'm saying. He's going to improve so much this year. Okay. And I think he's going to come out and show a lot of people what he can do. Okay. And I think he's going to win six man of the year. All right. And I, I, that's, I'm really excited for it, and I hope it works. So we'll see. All right. Are you ready for mine? I'm ready for yours. Are you brace yourself. I'm bracing myself. I'm going to say Sean Livingston with Golden State. That's actually – Sean Livingston with Golden State was someone I wanted to win rookie of the year two – Last year, he showed himself in the play. He showed himself in the playoffs whenever he's filling in for Steph Curry. Whenever Steph Curry got hurt, he had the torn. He had the sprained uh, MCL. I think was that was what was that what it was? Steph Curry. Yeah. What do you have? He was hurt. Something something was wrong with him. So so he played. People got to see him again. People have gotten to see him in the finals two years in a row, and he's performed pretty well in the in the finals. He plays stellar. Defense. He's got that ridiculous turnaround jumper at right, the elbow, and it's not just unstoppable because he's so big for a point guard. Oh, yeah. And then he's also got a great story because you know he tore his ACL, mm-hmm. destroyed his you know destroyed his whole knee, everything. He's coming back. He's not gonna. He's not you know yeah. LeBron James or anything. He, but he's still he's a very solid backup point guard. Very solid. Very comes solid. Off, he comes off the, point guard. Yeah, he comes off the bench. He's just so consistent. I think getting all even somehow. I don't know how. But somehow Golden State's going to get even more media attention this year. People are going to finally start seeing Sean Livingston and realize he probably deserves this award. That's so. I think he is going to really deserve it. I hope he wins it. I, I think I th- he I think he deserves it too. Mm-hmm. He's an awesome player. He's very consistent, like you were saying. He what was it? Game one of the finals, he had like twenty points. Yeah. got the win. That was an awesome. Like he made that game fun to watch. And he's like that was he's like a boring game. To be honest the with thing you. is, he's like the only Golden State Warrior though that can't shoot threes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like he's his only guard. problem. That's his only problem. Um, I think he definitely deserves it, but my problem with what you're going for is he's for for if you're going with like sixth man, honestly, like Andre Iguodala is probably their sixth man, and yeah. I feel like Andre Iguodala will see the court more. And the thing about um, him being the thing about six men is they're by far the best player on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and like so, they're gonna do a lot, and with. Sean Livingston, he's a great player, and honestly, I would still say that he is their best offensive player coming off the bench. Yeah. But you got Iguodala, uh, a David West, who's now That's on there, true. and David West is going to put, he's going to do some pretty cool stuff. And uh, so, 
I mean, I don't, they don't really have a whole lot else on their bench right now, but I think um, – oh, Anderson Bergeau, dude, he's going to be MVP next yeah, yeah. year. <laughs> but um, it's – it's uh, I think he will – does deserve it. Yeah. But I just can't – I don't see it happening. But we'll see. Who knows? All right. We'll see what happens. I really would like to see him win it, though. He's I, I think he, I think he looks I think he, he seems like a really nice guy and I hope he wins he's got a great story yeah he's a cool dude but anyways so I chose Enos Kanter is my sixth man you got uh, Sean, uh, Sean Anderson so now let's move on to most improved player I'm actually interested to hear what you have to say All about right. this one for mine I put the Greek freak the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo okay and the reason well first off he probably deserved it last year or mm-hmm. maybe the year before that but um he never got it but i think this year who won it last especially year? especially since last year was cj mccollum okay that makes sense and cj mccollum definitely deserved he does deserve it yeah he came out of nowhere so but good in it or Giannis Antetokounmpo, i think uh especially now with chris middleton out i think he's gonna really prove himself and show like what he's got and i i feel like he's gonna have the ball in his hand almost oh, the whole time yeah i mean they have who do they have michael carter williams but I mean, I feel Michael Hart Williams is a good player, but mm-hmm. Giannis has proven himself to be a great passer, a great finisher. If he can just get that jump shot right, <laughs> he'd be so good. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see what happens with that, and I think he's going to develop his game and take it to the next step, and maybe even develop that three point game that mm-hmm. he could finally get. Um, and if he develops that, he's going to be fantastic. And I think he might, could. This is a big could, but I think he could even be in the MVP running this year. If he if okay. he brings that's a if, bold move. If he goes as hard as I think he can, and especially now without Chris Middleton, he's gonna have to put a more of the scoring aspect of it on his shoulders because yeah. Chris Middleton was their top scorer. Mm-hmm. So um, it's gonna be interesting, but I would definitely go with the the Greek freak. All right, I'm gonna go with Hassan Whiteside, and and uh, Miami. He's solid defender, solid rebounder, pretty good scorer. Apparently, saw a two K player. As well. so, yeah, I don't. I don't know that for sure. I don't ever play with Miami because I still have a better taste in my mouth. Well, I was meaning like he's just good at playing the game. Oh, yeah, he talks about it a lot. Okay. Anyway, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Hassan Whiteside because Chris Bosh, it's not looking good. I don't think he's gonna come back. It was much. I do kind of like Chris Bosh. I feel for him. Yeah. But I hate that. So I think he's gonna show. Dwayne Wade's gone. You know, we have the second coming of freaking uh, Dwayne Wade and. Uh, Deion Waiters is coming, so he's gonna get. He's got in order to keep Deion Waiters from shooting all the points, shooting all those ridiculous <laughs> threes and ridiculous step back jumpers. So sometimes he's gonna have to bring the entire offense on himself. He's gonna deliver. I think he's gonna be really good. I think he's got a chance to be most improved player in the NBA. I agree. People are taking notice of him. Finally. Yeah, he really. He's. He. I think he could be a great player, and he is a great player. He is a right? good. He is a really. He's been a good role player so far. He's definitely he's proved o- himself. He is taking over this Miami team. This is yeah, his that'll, team. That'll now. be great. That's going to be awesome. Going back to Dion Waiters, I hope I hope that uh, Eric Spolster just has no idea what to do with Dion Waiters, and he's just like Dion, just sit there, and if you get the ball, just don't do anything stupid, and then Dion misses like five hundred layups. Yeah, <laughs> at one point he had more missed layups than missed shots or something. But uh, I love Dion. I Waiters. almost literally almost wrote down uh, Dion Waiters as my most improved player. But now, it's totally not, it's totally it is totally not happening. But yeah, Hassan Whiteside knows who he's knows who he has on his team. Yeah. He's taking it over, leading Miami Heat to, you know, losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals again. That's pretty cool. I like that. So I chose uh, LeBron James as my most improved player. He's gonna take it up a notch and go to uh, become a god. Yeah. Just kidding. 
I chose Giannis Antetokounmpo, most improved. You chose Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. So we got that. Now let's get to Coach of the Year. Wait, we missed Defensive Player of the Year. Or do you want to just skip Defensive Player of the Year? We'll skip Defensive Player okay. of the Year. We don't care? So, yeah, we don't care. For the record, I had Hassan Whiteside for that, too. But I, anyway, <laughs> I Coach probably, of the If year. I would have thought about Defensive Player of the Year, then I probably would have put Hassan Whiteside as well. Yeah. He's pretty ridiculous. Okay, but so Coach anyways, of the Year. Let's coach of the Year. It. For me, which is crazy because I can't stand him as a coach, Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. Um, he actually won Coach of the Year before whenever he coached the Suns in 04 and 05. Yeah. And that Suns team was just like, basically his coaching style was go, you know? It was mm-hmm. like gun and run. Right. Run and gun, whatever you say. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Doesn't matter the order. He's now coaching the Rockets. Yeah. And I think James Harden, which James Harden's really improved his passing skill. And I think that's one of his best qualities. That's one. Of, that is one of his best qualities. And with him and Trevor Ariza and uh, Patrick Beverly and all them, they all just really like to run and run and gun. That's yeah, what they like to not do. Not play defense. Don't even not care. Not play defense. <laughs> and so, um, and now they they uh, they signed Nene and all them. And so mm-hmm. I think that'll be really interesting. And maybe if Nene can get better, they can kind of um, show aspects of that old Suns team. They won't be as good as that team, but I think they're really gonna develop underneath D'Antoni's uh, coaching style. Right. And James Harden, like I said in the last video before, I think he's going to explode this year okay. because he's going to thrive in the run-gun off, uh, offense and be really, really good with all that. Yeah. And I think he's going to really improve because everyone's thinking this team's going to be terrible without Dwight Howard, and I think he's really going to improve that team um, w- even though they've missed so many, lost so many pieces. Yeah. I think that team is going to be a lot better than what people expect. And so that's why I think Mike D'Antoni is going to take Coach of the Year. All right. That is a pretty solid pick. Mine's a little bit crazier. Are you ready? Yes. Brace yourself. Picking Brad Stevens with the Celtics. I almost picked Brad Stevens. Because, look, uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Marcus Smart, and then, you know, that uh, they just signed... Al Horford. Al Horford. I think Al Horford's a great player. Got overlooked because he was playing in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. No one cares about Atlanta, apparently. Yeah. So he's going to give you in that big city market. Um, I think Brad Stevens is going to really coach a lot out of that team. That team's really good defensively. Oh, yeah. Um, they kind of get in trouble on the offense. Al Horford helps immensely with his passing, his three-point shooting. He can do it all. He's really – and he's, he's not, you know, that defensive stalwart blocking at the rim, but he's – yeah, he's really good, but doesn't need it because he's got Marcus Smart and Isaiah Thomas are really, really good. Exactly, and they also have and a like Avery, Avery Bradley. Bradley Avery Bradley's and, really and good. Isaiah Thomas have were basically their main points of and, and Avery Bradley missed the playoffs last year. Yeah, and so with with uh, they actually have a good scoring center, which will be so nice. Yeah, because they haven't had that in a while. So, so they're gonna probably go far. And then Brad Stevens has been doing a really good job of coaching that team. He's been one of the. I mean, he, he took over for one of the best coaches in the NBA, uh, Doc Rivers. He took over for him. Took over from <laughs> him. Re- okay, I kind of agree with you actually. That Doc, <laughs> but people seem to keep thinking that he's a really good coach. Whatever. Uh, I used to think that too until I started watching him and Cl- with the Clippers. But anyway, back to my thing. So Brad Stevens really coached up this young team that didn't ha- doesn't have didn't didn't have that all star 
cast doesn't have that superstar. Mm-hmm. And you know, and now Isaiah Thomas made the All Star made the All Star game. On, uh, I think he's really got something special going on there. He's a solid coach. That'll be really cool. And I, I'm happy that you said Brad Stevens because moving on to our next one, GM of the year, uh, I did Danny Ainge. I did too. <laughs> this is fantastic. Because I think he orchestrated getting all those draft picks, picking some, picking some, making some really smart picks, mm-hmm. keeping different assets, not going crazy in the draft. You know, being really solid and smart. He's the Sam Presti of the East. For sure. Also, his Maybe. name, Danny Ainge. Yeah. That's an awesome name. It is pretty cool. But, yeah, he's done He's done an excellent job. Right and right. I don't think he's done. I think this year, during the season, I think before uh, the, uh, the, 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 the the deadline. Yeah, they do have some assets they um, can trade. I think he's going to – they have a lot. So, I mm-hmm. think he's going to make some pretty big moves to not just get them in the playoffs, but even maybe make them contenders. I hope so. So, so I do like Celtics. I do like the Celtics. I think Danny Ainge has been their GM for years now, and I'm I just I really because he's won the GM of the year thing before. Yeah. And so I I just think he'll do it again because he's been so he's been so good with everything that he's done. So, but anyways, is that all you have? That's all I have. But we did we both really knocked it out there. So, anyways, let's let's recap. So all MVP right. Paul George. Uh, LeBron, Rookie of the Year Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, Sixth Man Enos Kanter. Uh, Sean Livingston, Most Improved Player Antetokounmpo. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, Coach of the Year Mike D'Antoni. Brad Stevens, and GM of the Year Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge and Danny Ainge. All, All right, right, guys. Well, well, thanks for listening, Danny Ainge. But uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're really happy that yeah. I mean, whoever is out there listening, you made it this far. For, thanks for doing it. So, but uh, I hope you guys. Uh, Tune in next week, um, where we talk about some more NBA yeah. updates and more. We'll get we'll crazy have some stuff. more updates. What's going on? And maybe next week we'll start doing who we think's gonna win which division. Maybe, maybe. we'll maybe. see. I don't know. We'll see. You got to haven't gotten that far yet. Maybe we'll talk about Star Wars. Who no, knows? we're not. We're, talk about we're, Star Wars. No more NBA. No, just, just Star Wars. Star Wars. No, we're talking about the NBA. This is an NBA podcast. We have to talk about the NBA. So Rogue One, are you excited? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Tune.